Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. Welcome to the best episode of the year. Just kidding. No pressure on myself. But I actually have been so excited to film this episode just because... I've been really in the holiday spirit and I feel like a lot of people have been. It's obviously the end of the year. No matter what you celebrate, I just wanted to put together some things that I like to do during the end of the year that just kind of puts me in like a relaxed state of mind and just like a festive fun state. So I have 10 things that I do during the holidays and then I also have 10 things that are on my wish list. So it's going to be a really fun episode, but before we get into all that, let's get into my segments. I feel like it's been a really long time since I've recorded. Normally, I upload on Mondays, but this week I did not have time. So we're pushing it off to Tuesday, but I feel like that's so much better than just being like, no, I only upload on Mondays and I'm just going to wait until next Monday to upload a podcast episode when I could easily have one up today on Tuesday. But I don't know. I just feel like lately I haven't been trying to put so much pressure on myself, even though the goal, yes, it is to upload every single Monday. But realistically, like I don't have a team behind me that produces my episodes. I don't have someone that helps me with the ideas, helps me record, edits it for me, gets it up, you know, so I'm just kind of like a one man show other than obviously my management team, but like the actual production of the podcast is just me. And sometimes I don't have it in me to record an episode. And I've said this before, I only want to come on here when I'm ready to inspire you guys or help you in some way. Like sometimes I just don't feel like it's the right time for me to put out an episode, if that makes sense. But then the next day I might get this spark of, oh, I actually like feel like I have a lot to say right now. So that's kind of what happened this week. If you've been keeping up with me on YouTube, you probably know, but we came home from Arizona. My whole family got sick over the holiday season and that was just such a bummer. We literally spent zero time together. Everyone was just kind of quarantined in their rooms. I was the only one who didn't get sick, which I'm really grateful for. I feel like I can thank myself for just like nourishing myself with healthy foods, working out, you know, staying safe, things like that. But also it's just probably luck. But yeah, I didn't get sick. So I came home Hunter drove home by himself from Arizona when he was feeling sick because he just wanted to be home and he ended up leaving Coco in Arizona just because he didn't want to drive with her while he was like feeling sick one and two by himself. I feel like it's just kind of dangerous. So we left her at his parents' house, which they have dogs and animals and they love her. So it wasn't a big deal, but 
We definitely only thought she was going to be left for like one week, which was already hard to begin with. And then my dad was supposed to bring her up a week later. And then he got sick because he was actually the only other person in the family that didn't get sick. And he just got sick a week later. And now he can't bring Coco up. So we're still without Coco. And it's just been really sad because obviously, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I'm a huge dog person. Coco is my favorite human little chicken in the world and I feel like she just makes every single day so much better so not having her for a week just really put into perspective how much she really has changed my life and I already knew that because last year around this time actually is when we got her and I've never been at such a low place ever at that point and I was just going through a lot obviously in the background like off camera off social media I was just going through like such a tough time And we got Coco around that time and it just was like literally a 180. She made every single day so much better. And yes, it was extremely hard to have a new puppy, especially at the beginning of the year when there's so much going on and it definitely made us kind of seclude ourselves more, stay home. But I think it's exactly what we needed and she just helped me so much. So yeah, this week I'm just like kind of getting re-reminded of what it's like to not have that like companion and that dog. So it's really hard, but she will be back home and my brothers just came last weekend. So that was really fun hanging out with them. I barely went on social media. I barely posted. I did vlog, but you guys know that's just not even work for me at this point. It's just kind of fun and memories for me to hold on to, but that's what my weekend was and I was just trying to enjoy it. I was so sad during the week, especially because Hunter was still sick. So he was staying up in his room or our second room and I was just kind of lonely. Like, it's okay to sometimes admit that we feel lonely even if we aren't, like, alone. I know that I have people in my life and I can always pick up my phone and call my best friends, but sometimes we do feel lonely and I think that's okay to admit, and that's exactly how I felt last week. So, it did help to have my brothers here and now Hunter's feeling better. So, we're starting fresh. It it feels like a very brand new week, even though it is Tuesday. So, I'm just going to pretend it's Monday, which works perfectly because I'm going to post this episode today. Um, so by the time you're listening to this, this is very in the moment, like raw, exactly what's going on in my life. So yeah, usually I do my like life updates at the end of the podcast, but I just feel like it's been almost two weeks since I've recorded by myself because my last episode was with Sydney. So I haven't had a second to just sit down and chat with you guys about what's been going on in my life. And I'm pretty sure the week before recording with Sydney, I actually didn't post an episode. So yeah, it was just long overdue to kind of update you guys on what's been going on if you haven't been keeping up with my YouTube channel. But moving on, let's get into my not-so-typical obsession and dislike of the week. My obsession, I have two of them this week. Actually, no, I have three of them this week. I'm obviously in a very chatty mood, so hopefully you guys are ready for a long episode. But the first one is the trend that's going around on TikTok. It's something like hot girls don't gatekeep or fitness girls don't gatekeep, whatever you title yourself. I did not your typical fitness lovers don't gatekeep because that's just me at this point, my brand. But then you like say things like how you keep your skin glowy, how you do your makeup every day, what your favorite podcasts are. And I love this trend because I feel like social media, the best part about it is like learning things from other people and finding new products, finding new podcasts. And I love like picking people's brains about that stuff. When I hang out with my friends, I'm like, what TV shows do you watch? What makeup products do you love? Like I just ask a million questions and I feel like this trend is exactly that. So yeah, I really liked that trend. I thought it was fun. And I love how TikTok lately, I was just telling my friend about this, but I feel like it's not as 
like a waste of time as much anymore if you know what I mean like sometimes when I'm scrolling I feel like I am seeing like day in my life or I'm seeing clips of other people's podcasts or I'm seeing very thought out put together recipes or thought out voiceover of somebody getting ready for the gym or someone's morning routine like I think that people are kind of over just wasting time on TikTok and just like scrolling just to like see a bunch of random stuff which I'm not saying that's bad because I think it is good to be able to go on social media and like turn your brain off and it's a way to relax if you truly let yourself and you're not like oh I need to get off I need to get off I need to stop scrolling you can actually use TikTok as a tool to decompress and release stress but you have to actually let yourself do it for it to work. So I do like going on TikTok and just seeing like funny things and random things and videos of dogs. But at the same time, sometimes I do go on TikTok and I just do feel like I wasted so much time, especially if I'm scrolling to like find trends or something like that, because that's obviously what I do for work. But yeah, I just feel like lately there's been a lot of trends that are actually really fun to watch and things like that where I like I'm actually learning something from it and I love that obviously the type of social media I watch and consume mostly is things like podcasts and I just like to get things from things I like to take away a lesson or a product or feel like I was chatting with a friend not just like scroll to see something dumb and funny that I'm gonna forget about you know that's just my personality though So that was my first obsession. My second obsession is beach walks, which first of all is very niche. Like you have to live by a beach to do this. And second of all, it's like, duh, like shouldn't that be your obsession every week? But honestly, we have not gone to the beach in so long, like actually gone down on the beach and spent the day there or the morning or like got breakfast and went and sat at the beach. We haven't done that in... I can't even remember the last time. We've gone to breakfast a couple mornings and then like went and watched the waves for a little bit. But this weekend when I was with my brother, we took their dog out to the beach and we went on a little walk and it was just really fun. So I want to get back to just going to the beach by myself, listening to a podcast and having an actual walk and be at the beach for 40 minutes and just be walking and sometimes taking my headphones off, listening to the waves because nature is such a good way to like get out of your own head and I just really really like going to the beach and who knows how much longer we're gonna live in California so I don't want to like ever move back to Arizona and be like shit I wish I would have enjoyed the beach more I'm not even like that much of a beach girl I would say because I didn't grow up by the beach so I'm not like oh I have to live by the beach but I do love it like when I go to the beach I'm like whoa this is insane like I can't even believe what I'm looking at and it just kind of switches it up like I get in the routine of just walking in my neighborhood, obviously, because we'll walk Coco and it's like a whole production to get her to the beach. So that's why we don't do it as much. But obviously, I didn't have her this week. So it was a lot easier to just kind of leave the house and go on a walk somewhere else. So yeah, that's been really nice. I'm definitely going to try to incorporate that more and take more walks for myself by myself, not just go with Hunter and Coco and not just take Coco on a quick little walk midday. Like actually go on a walk and be with myself alone. I think it's really beneficial and I just really like it, especially because I love podcasts. So it's like a perfect time to just sit and listen to a podcast with yourself. So usually I listen to podcasts when I drive or like when I'm cleaning. So that's my goal this week slash obsession. And then my last obsession is not putting so much pressure on myself. And what I mean by this is 
I mean, I actually want to go into detail about this, like with a whole podcast episode. So let me know if you guys would want that. But I think that I personally struggle with this because when I say like, oh, I have a goal or I want to include this habit into my life, it's almost like I get too serious about it. And I put so much pressure on myself to actually achieve that goal or to actually fall through with whatever I'm saying I want to follow through with because I think that a lot of my self-discipline comes from the fact that I want to like prove something to myself or I want to hold myself accountable and I want to trust myself so if I say I'm going to do something I want to follow through with it and I want to do it and if I don't follow through with it it makes me feel shitty honestly like I feel like a failure and even just with my personal training license I set the goal that I wanted to get it by the end of the year and then now that the end of the year is coming it's just really scary to think about because I'm like, okay, if I don't get it, I now am going to feel terrible. I know myself. I'm going to feel like a failure. I'm going to feel like I set this goal and I wasn't able to do it. When we are able to do anything we put our minds to and there shouldn't be this timeline pressure. I think for me, it's okay to say, okay, I want to get it by the end of the year because that helps motivate me. And I think having a timeline can help with setting up a plan, but I have to be okay with the plan not going through exactly the way I want it to. And I think that this is a really good life lesson with anything. I'm obviously relating it to my personal training license because that's something I struggle with. And I have been trying to get this for two years. Bought it originally the first time, didn't fall through with it, had to repurchase it. And now it's already approaching the end of the second time. And if I have to repurchase it a third time, then I will actually be very negative towards myself, I feel like. And that's not a good way to look at it, but I just know myself. And the whole point of this conversation is like, if I get it the week after, that's okay. I'm still just as great of a personal trainer if I get it the week before the end of the year or the week after. And my whole point is like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect. And I think it's easy to go on social media and see all these things that people are achieving. And it also like feels like they keep achieving things so fast like we don't focus on everyone's lives just so as much as we focus on ourselves so obviously when we see these little posts here and there like we'll see somebody's getting married and then it feels like a day goes by and they're like oh we're having a kid oh we bought a house and then you're just like whoa they're like achieving so much in such a fast period of time when realistically when it's yourself it doesn't feel that fast And when you're actually focusing on yourself every single day, it feels like it's taking you so much longer than it does to someone on social media because you're not thinking about them 24-7 like we do ourselves. And I have to remind myself of that because sometimes I do get in my head and I'm like, oh my gosh, like it takes me so long to achieve these goals or I'm constantly going through ruts or I'm constantly setting goals and then not following through with them or my life is changing a lot. Even for example, I feel like I was so like productive with journaling and I would journal every morning and it felt so good and now when I wake up like that's just not the first thing I want to do sometimes I'll go to my journal midday sometimes I just go to my journal when I'm struggling and that is what feels good to me right now but that doesn't mean I'm less of a productive person just because I used to do it every single morning or just because I used to have the goal to do it every morning you know like we change as people and that's okay so take the pressure off of yourself because that's what is going to get in the way of the goal and 
that's what I've been trying to tell myself a lot this week or even with sleeping in like I've been sleeping in a lot because it feels good to my body and it's cold here and when I wake up I don't have something I have to run to so giving myself the time to just have a slow morning has actually been great for me and I used to wake up and I just would jump out of bed because I am a morning person well actually I don't know if I'm a morning person but like I do like to get a lot done in the morning and I like to seize the day so I would just jump out of bed. I would put my workout clothes on. I would go make my coffee. I would journal. I would get right to work. And now I just feel like that's not needed. You know, like I just felt like I had to do those things. And it was like wired in my brain to wake up and get going. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because sometimes I do have that goal. If I have a lot of work that day, I want to wake up and I want to get ahead of it and not feel like it's just like dragging on throughout the day. And I love mornings that I wake up early and I'm productive But I also like mornings that I sleep in and I like slow mornings. So I think that lately without having like so much pressure on myself and feeling like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I actually am becoming more in tune with myself and letting myself actually do what I need in the moment, what I want to do instead of what I think I should do or what I put the pressure on myself to have to achieve, you know? So that has definitely been my obsession this week. And I think it's why I could pull myself out of that quote unquote rut feeling so fast last week because I was just like, it's okay. Like today I woke up and I feel good and I'm excited to go to my workout with my friends. And it's okay to look at life that way and be like, oh, it's okay. You know, we can be chill about things. And I have to remind myself of this all the time because my personality is not a chill person at all. So those are my obsessions this week. I only have one dislike and that is that New Year's is around the corner. And I know that a lot of people love New Year's and I love New Year's, but I think just going along with what I was just talking about, just the pressure of like setting goals and all of that is just a lot for me right now to think about. So I just wanted to say, if you have been feeling the same way, don't think about the first of the year yet because it's not. Just live in the moment and enjoy the last month of the year. This is the best month in my opinion. It's chilly out. There's so many festive things to do. It's like such a cheery or what's the word? Not cheery. Merry. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's just a very merry time of year and I love it. So I want to enjoy my time with my family and I want to chill before the year goes crazy. So you don't need to focus on your New Year's resolutions a month early. You can if you want to, but you won't be hearing me give you the advice to do that because I'm not even doing that. So yeah, that's my dislike this week. My word for the following week is going to be optimistic. I want to be optimistic about a bunch of different things. I want just be open to more of a chill lifestyle and optimistic about maybe trying new restaurants, maybe switching up my routine a little bit, being okay with sleeping in, like I said. And yeah, I just thought that was a fun word that I don't think I've ever used yet. Okay, wrapping it up. That was the longest intro I've ever done, but let's get into the episode. The first thing that I said that I like to do during the holiday season is my favorite thing, and it's a friend cooking night. If any of your friends have like an apartment or your they have a parent's house that they live at that will let you guys go gathering your entire friend group or maybe if you have one best friend or two whatever it is for you and just having a designated night where you guys are cooking something is so fun like going to Trader Joe's getting all the stuff to make pizzas and then going and cooking like that 
is truly the best bonding experience. And I'm so sad because when I was in Arizona for Thanksgiving, my friends had a plan to do a freaking Christmassy baking pizza night. And obviously with my family getting sick, we didn't get to do it. So we'll definitely do it when I'm home for Christmas. But I was so sad about this because that is so fun. Like I keep seeing TikToks of people doing this and it really is just such a good way to set the tone for the year. So pick a Friday, a Saturday, whatever day you guys can do it and have a cooking night with your friends. It's so fun. And we're like maybe matching PJs or anything like that. Just anything you can add festive, do it. And I promise you guys are going to have such a good time. And then maybe even like play a game at the end of the night. My second one, Hunter and I actually just did this last night. We went to the mall for a mall date and it was so fun. Like going to the mall during the Christmas time, it's always decorated and maybe getting Christmas presents for each other or Christmas presents for your families or even just looking around to see what you want to put on your Christmas list. Or if you don't celebrate Christmas, just going to the mall and shopping like it's just really fun. I feel like we never go to the mall anymore. And if I do run to the mall, it's by myself and I'll just like run around looking for one specific thing. But it was really fun. We got cocoa at Starbucks before and then we just walked around the mall and I was like, oh, this this is cute. This would be cute. He was pointing out stuff. It was really fun. I got my mom some presents. I did shop my, for myself too. I feel like I can't go to the mall and shop for other people without finding something that I like for myself. But also a good tip if you are shopping for other people if you like something for yourself then think okay well who else would like this because if you like it enough to get it for yourself and like get it as a gift for yourself nine times out of ten someone else in your life would want it as a gift and that's always been kind of a way that I've shopped for Christmas gifts like when I was little I would go to them well not little but when I was old enough to go to the mall alone I would always like buy my mom something and then I would buy myself it too and it was just funny so that's kind of a good way to think of like a gift for your best friend or someone who's kind of similar to you. My third one is actually getting festive and dressing up. I just placed an order at Lulu's a couple of weeks ago for things that I would normally not order. Like I got this black top that has feathers at the end and I got a red sweater that I could wear for like a holiday party. And I think it's just fun to kind of lean into the holiday spirit and be more festive because when can I ever wear like a bright red sweater or when can I feel cute wearing this black sweater with feathers on the sleeves like it's just super fun and elevated and I usually don't shop like that so maybe if you do shop like that it's not as crazy to you but I normally go for like basics and I feel like I have like a quote-unquote uniform at this point where I just wear like a bodysuit a blazer leather pants boots or jeans and boots and I hardly go out of my comfort zone with fashion just because I know what makes me feel the best and I know what colors I like to wear and I know the kind of like silhouette that I like to put on my body to feel confident but I also think it's fun to switch it up especially during the holiday season if you do go to like a Christmas party or you have a secret Santa I think it's fun to actually dress up and you can also do like Christmas PJs that's actually the fourth fourth one that I put is doing something with like matching PJs or even like ugly Christmas sweaters, anything like that, I think it's super fun. And I love like having a full night. Like if I'm going to do Christmas PJs with my friends, like we're going to watch Christmas movies, we're going to bake cookies, we're going to make cocoa, we're going to decorate a tree or something like that, or like make a gingerbread house. I feel like it's so fun to do the extra mile. Or like last year, I went to my friend Lily's Christmas party 
and that whole weekend we just did like so many different things we made like a gingerbread house and we got super dressed up to do her christmas party and i'm also sad that when we went home for thanksgiving that all of that happened because we obviously couldn't go back to arizona and we didn't get to go to her christmas party this year which would have been fun so i feel like this past couple of weeks like it's just been a lot of fomo i feel like i've been having not even like in terms of missing out on what my friends are doing but more like having plans that we couldn't follow through with and it's just been like hard so that hasn't been the best thing ever but i think going forward in the month just doing all of these things on this list is gonna help like brighten our mood and like get us back in the holiday spirit because we kind of fell out of it for a minute but yeah just like getting matching pjs doing the movie thing cookies also a fun thing you can do is like if you hang out with your friends almost like every weekend always having one person pick their favorite christmas movie to watch and then you all watch it so say you hang out all four weekends of the month every weekend you're watching a different christmas movie or you could do this with your significant other too like one night they pick whatever they like to watch during the holiday season and then one night you pick if you were wondering my favorite holiday movie is elf it will always be elf i feel like it's such a classic and it's so funny and it just always puts me in a good mood and it reminds me of like my childhood so i freaking love the elf that would always be my movie or i really like the princess switch on netflix it's such a cheesy movie but i just really like it those are my two favorites let me know what your guys's favorites are because i actually haven't been watching that many christmas movies like i normally do so let me know um okay moving on the fifth one is to actually decorate your home so when i was growing up and i first moved out into my college apartment or well it was an apartment it was a house i never wanted to decorate like the thought of spending like 20 extra bucks or 30 bucks to contribute to like the christmas decor like the holiday decor i was just like no i have so many other things i could spend my money on i have christmas gifts to get like i didn't even want to buy a tree but now as an adult i feel like i have been learning a lot about like what i actually like to spend my money on and something i really like to spend my money on is the vibe of like my home my room even just spending a little bit extra money to have like a cute christmas cup to make my coffee in in the morning you know and i know that this is obviously not possible a lot of the time like when i was in college it wasn't possible like i didn't have 30 dollars to spend on christmas decorations so that's okay like if you are in that boat right now where you can't just know that eventually you will be able to and when you can i think it is fun and i actually feel like this holiday season i decorated early and it really helped my mental health because it made me just feel more cozy and like excited for the end of the year especially because that's when i was feeling super homesick like i literally remember i cried the moment before i went christmas shopping and it really did make me feel better and i think also because my family always decorated growing up it brought like a sense of home to my own house and i think that's really important as we grow up and become adults bringing that comfort feeling into your own home and like whatever you did as your childhood in your childhood bringing that into your adulthood is really important and it helps you a lot if that is something that you struggle with if you miss home constantly if you miss your family bringing in those little pieces that remind you of them every day like when i wake up and i go downstairs and the christmas trees on 
it reminds me of waking up when I was younger and going downstairs and seeing the Christmas tree, if you get what I'm saying. So even though it is annoying, 30 bucks for decorations you're only going to have out for a month, first of all, you're going to have them forever because you can always put them away for the year and then get them back out next year. But it's kind of more than that. It's more than just a random decoration that you put out, you know? My next one is to bring your favorite thing swap. Everyone brings one of their favorite things. So for me, it would be a Kindle. You know, I'm obsessed with my Kindle. It's probably my favorite item that I own. So if I was to do a favorite thing swap, I would definitely bring a Kindle. And then it's kind of like a secret Santa slash white elephant, whatever you guys want to do in your friend group. I think white elephant is the most fun as long as it's not like funny gifts. I hate going to a secret Santa or not secret Santa, a white elephant, and you like actually put thought into your gift and then you get a shitty gift. That actually happened to me. And oh my God, I was like so upset about it because I don't love spending money. Like I feel like I have a really bad relationship with spending money on other people, one, and two, even just like myself. Like spending money to me is just like, ugh, I hate doing it. So to like spend money on a white elephant gift that you thought out and then you get one that you don't like at all or that was like meant to be funny is the worst so make sure that's clear with your friend group like is it going to be funny gifts is there a price range like all that but I think that's also just like the risk of playing white elephant and you just have to come to terms with it sometimes you get the shitty gift and it taught me a lesson of like being more chill about things like that and just letting it go but um yeah so everyone brings brings one of their favorite things in your guys's like if it's $100 or less or whatever, you could even do like a bunch of little things, like a little package that's always fun. But it's really fun opening those gifts because it's obviously your friend's favorite things. And if you're anything like my friends, you guys are all the same freaking person and like all of the same things. So it just makes it so much more fun. I'm definitely going to do that with my friends this year. I need to tell them that we're going to do that because I think it would be fun. And you can even turn it into a whole night, like I was saying, having the Christmas PJs, the movies, the cookies, the hot cocoa. It's just so fun. Um, my next one is to do like a cooking or baking night or both. Like if I'm going to do this whole really nice meal, then I want to bake too after. Like you have to at least have some sort of dessert or sweet to end on. But to really like set time aside to have maybe a date night or it could be with your friends or it could be with yourself. I feel like cooking by yourself is so fun where you can just actually enjoy it and enjoy the process of cooking. Um, or even just like inviting someone else over, like if you're going to go on it or have like a date with someone cooking for them and then having them over would be really fun, but you still get to enjoy the cooking process by yourself and like playing music or sometimes I'll read my Kindle while I cook or I'll watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast. I like to make it like a whole thing. So one of my goals this year, well, shit, me at the beginning, don't think about next year's goals, but just in general right now in life, I've been trying to make recipes that I don't normally make or like recipes that are longer and I've never cooked like a steak before by myself. So I just bought a steak from Sprouts yesterday that I want to try and make. And I got like potatoes for the side. And if you watched my last YouTube video, you saw my brother made me dinner the other night when he was watching my cousin's house. And he just did this whole thing. It took like an hour for him to cook dinner, but it was like so thought out, so put together. And it was so much more fun to eat it because I knew what went into the cooking and it tasted so much better because of how much went into it. And it was just a lot of fun. So that's what kind of gave me the idea of like, I want to do these like long cooking nights because 
it's just an experience and it also helps you widen your variety of cooking and trying new foods and it just feels really good when you finally finish a recipe and you like brought it all together yourself even if it doesn't taste the best in the world like it's just the fact that you put together this whole thing so I really like it and I love cooking for Hunter it's like my love language to cook for people okay my last one is to do either a hot tea or a hot cocoa walk and podcast I'm obviously an iced coffee girl and an iced anything so like if I go on a walk well I usually don't even bring a drink on a walk but I saw somebody do this on Instagram I'm drawing a blank on who it was but they oh I think it was Kiki on TikTok and she put bone broth in a thermos and she went on a walk and I was like oh my gosh that's such a vibe I can't drink bone broth anymore because it really started to upset my stomach but anything hot I think is fun especially if it is colder or if it's like a rainy day it's just a vibe I like to make everything into a vibe I'm annoying but like just the thought of that made it fun and I think that that's a really good thing to put on your Christmas list is like a thermos or something that keeps your drink either hot or cold that's the first thing I put on mine it for today's episode I have like 10 things I want to share with you guys for either gifts ideas for yourself or for others but a thermos is so good and I really like my Yeti I was never a Yeti person until I got gifted one and now I'm obsessed with my Yeti or like a cold drink you could do the Stanley cup on your list that's one of my favorite things I use it every day it helps me drink so much more water and it's just such a good gift they have so many different colors they have them at Whole Foods they have them on Amazon and I just love them so that's my second one or no my first one and then my second one is the Jenny Kane candles I don't know if you guys have ever been in a Jenny Kane store but first of all it always smells amazing in there and second of all they have the most sleek looking candles and I'm such a candle person I love the look of candles I love the smell of them I like to light them just like the act of it is really fun for me and I usually love like the Dipti Q or the Santal candles, but I do feel like they're so trendy that I get excited when I find a candle that's new or that not everyone has or that I haven't seen a million times, even though I know that I have a bunch of Dipti Qs. Like I do have them and I love them and I would be happy if I got one for Christmas. But when I found this candle, I was like, oh, this is like really cute. And I feel like not a lot of people have it or at least know about it yet and it just smells so good. They have like 10 different scents. I smelled all of them the other day at Jenny Kane, and my favorite one was the cedar one, and I'm pretty sure the candle was the white one, but they have a white one, and they also have a black one, and both of them look so sleek. I put both of them on my Christmas list, and I just think they're really, really pretty, so not only do they smell good, but they're also really cute for decor, so that would be a great gift for anyone in your life. Even Hunter would be happy getting a candle. Like, he loves candles, but my third one is the Charlotte Tilbury Magic Cream. I have been seeing this everywhere. It's been viral for such a long time and I tried it once at Sephora and I haven't purchased it yet just because I knew I wanted to put it on my Christmas list, but you put it under your makeup and it just makes your makeup look so good. That's why it's called Magic Cream and I think it's a moisturizer. I know it's called cream, but I'm pretty sure it like hydrates your skin and I think it's meant to have your makeup look good on top of it. So that's obviously such a good gift because I feel like for me, it's hard for me to buy things that I like put on my face for before makeup, if you know what I mean. Like I'll spend money on makeup. Well, and I will spend money now on skincare and stuff, but growing up, like I would never 
spend a lot of money on things that you couldn't even see because I was like, oh my gosh, it's just not worth it to like spend a bunch of money on a primer. But the longer I've been doing my makeup and the longer I have invested in skincare, I do see the worth of it now. But I think it's a good gift because I think a lot of people think like I do where it's like, I want to buy something I'm actually going to either wear or see on my face rather than just the before. So that's why I thought it was a really good gift. My fourth one is a Therogun. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. It sounds a lot scarier than it is. But a Therogun is like a massage gun for after your workouts. And something about me is I'm always sore. Like, I think it's because I switch my workouts up a lot. Like, yeah, I spin and do Pilates mostly. And then I also work out on my own. But like, I'll spin for like three days and then I'll go do Pilates for three days. And I always get sore. And I think just in general, Pilates makes me sore just because it's a lot of stretching and it's always different movements and it's working every muscle in your body. So having a Therogun would be so nice. And I actually did just order one. So I'll definitely show you guys that when I get it. But I'm so excited. I can't believe I've never tried one before. They've been a thing for years, but they are expensive. So it's definitely a nicer gift. But I feel like for anyone in your life that works out, that is probably the number one gift that I would say they'd be obsessed with. My fifth one that I have on my list is home gym equipment. I think after like quarantine and stuff, a lot of people started to realize that they could just work out at home. That's at least how I feel. I never worked out at home. I don't really like to work out at home, but the convenience of being able to just go in my second bedroom and I have a spin bike. Like I can go and get a really good sweat in. I can lift weights and there's just more things that I have on my list that I want. Like I want to get RX bands and I want to get bands for my legs to do booty workouts and I want like more yoga mats and maybe like a mirror in there. Just a lot of things that I want to upgrade my home gym. So I think that's always a good gift if someone does have a gym because those things can be expensive, but you can also find really good deals on Amazon. I put in quotes Amazon because I actually just got these weights. I'll link them in the show notes, but I got these five pound weights that are such good quality. They're really cute. They're sleek. They're black. And I think it'd be really nice to just get someone things like that for their home gym. And I would definitely be excited. And that's just something that I've been like really wanting and eyeing lately, but it's also hard to kind of treat yourself to that stuff. So I thought that that would be fun. You can also get these weights that I just recently learned about where it's pretty much every single weight and it's adjustable. So you can set it to the five pound, you can set it to the 10 pound, the 20. That is such a good gift, especially for someone who lifts. And maybe if they live in an apartment or if they don't have a lot of room, just having one weight that can be multiple different weights is super cool. I had never heard of that before, but again, I did just order that. So I'm excited to try those. But yeah, I think just anyone who loves fitness would love anything like that. My next one is anything Peter Thomas Roth specifically their eye patches, but they have a lot of like enzyme masks and it's a really pricey skincare product that is definitely worth the money. It's super beneficial, but I think any pricey skincare is hard to buy for yourself. So I definitely always put that on my Christmas list or I try and think of things like that for other people. And just specifically that brand Peter Thomas Roth, you can't go wrong or Shawnee Darden, you can't go wrong. Origins, I love those are like my three favorite skincare lines. So definitely just like any higher end skincare is such a good gift. Or I mean, obviously lower end too. Elf has really great stuff. Like I love the Elf primer. 
I like the e.l.f. camo concealer. Obviously, that's makeup, but I'm not saying that it needs to be expensive, but that if you are going to spend like under 100 or something like that, then I definitely recommend the Peter Thomas Roth line. Um, my next one is a white Kindle. I have the black Kindle and I love it. Yes, I put another Kindle on my Christmas list, but I use my Kindle so much that I think it's worth it. And I would like to keep one in my nightstand and then also in my purse because I always go back and forth. But I do think it might be annoying because I don't know if you can sign into your account on both so that like your books match up. Let me know if that's a thing. I didn't really think about that until now, but just in general, getting someone a Kindle is really nice. I have the cheaper Kindle and I actually really, really like it. So definitely recommend. I think it's like 60 bucks. People are usually like expecting Kindles to be like 200. So that's a really good gift if you are looking to spend like under 100 for someone. And also it's like giving them a habit to adapt. Reading is so good for our minds. It's so good to de-stress and it's just such a good gift. My next one is coffee table books. Who doesn't like to have coffee table books, especially if someone lives on their own or just moved into a house or anything like that? That's just like a foolproof book or <laughs> foolproof book, a foolproof gift. Some of my favorites are the Surf Tribe. That one's like a super cute one. There's one that's called Surf Shack. That's cute. I really like the eat, drink, nap. I don't even drink alcohol and I got this book because it's just really cute and the minimal vibe of it. I love for my home. Um, the Ar I think it's called Argotestrial Digest or something. I'm saying that wrong. Clearly, I just buy these books for the look of them and not what's actually inside of them. But just any home decor book, you can go on Amazon and search hardcover home decor book and maybe like look and see what if you're buying it for a friend what their vibe is and it's sweet to be like oh I thought of you when I saw this so I thought that was a really cute gift and then I have two more the second to last one is workout shoes I really want nice workout shoes like Nike I don't even know what they're called I think like Air Maxes or something cool like Adidas or just an expensive pair of shoes that I probably wouldn't buy myself would be nice or I, and I'm talking more for like athleisure looks. I think it would be cool to have like a pair of shoes that look really cool. And you could also go the route of like actually good workout shoes because I think that like APLs are really good to put on your Christmas list on clouds. I love those. But for me just this year, I really want shoes that are like more for the look of them. So I told Hunter to just pick out a pair of shoes that he thinks I would like or that look like my style. Because I think that's cute too to have someone else pick something out for you because then it's like, oh, you think of me when you see this. And I just thought that that was super cute. And then my last one is set active sweats. I recently just got my hands on a pair of set active sweats. I'd never tried them before because they're very pricey. Like I'm talking $120 for the top and the bottom. So like $240 for the entire set, which I think is kind of ridiculous. Not kind of. It's pretty ridiculous for a set sweat but I did try them and the fit the feeling the way I feel confident in them it's so worth it and they're thick they're warm they're comfy they match everything they're cute to wear to brunch like it is worth it but it's something that I mean I did buy myself them so I'm not gonna say I didn't spend money on myself for this it's something that like I wouldn't just randomly buy myself so it's nice for a Christmas gift 
But that wraps it up. Those are the 10 things I like to do during the holidays and the 10 things I have on my Christmas list. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think it was fun to do a lighthearted episode. I feel like usually I'm always talking about goals and this and that, and I like to do that, but sometimes it's nice to remember like, okay, life is also easy and cheesy and it's okay to not be thinking about stuff like that 24-7, which I have to remind myself that too because... It is a lot of the content I put out there because I have so much to say about that stuff, but it's nice to sprinkle in some just lighthearted stuff here and there. So let me know if you guys like this sort of episode. Also, let me know if you like the longer episodes because I don't usually do that, but I don't know. I'm like super down to switch things up for the new year and I want my podcast to evolve with me and I want to share everything. I don't want to only share fitness stuff. I want to share my favorites and I want to have different people on the podcast that maybe aren't wellness influencers and stuff. So just let me know what you guys are open to. But seriously, thank you so much for listening. As the year comes to an end, we're going to reach our one year with the podcast. I just can't believe that. It's been such a great year. I love you guys more than you know. Like this is my favorite platform. This is what I get so excited to do when I think about my career and maybe if I have bad days with my career where I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I have it, what it takes to to do social media, I always come back to the podcast and I'm like, okay, I, I have to, like, this is my baby and I care so much about it and I love the feedback that I get and I like chatting with you guys and it feels like we're friends and it feels like a positive community, so it always just brings me back down to earth and I could not be more grateful for you guys. I I just can't. If you made it to the end of this episode, I know I always say this, but like 45 minutes of me chatting, wow, you are a real one and I just cannot thank you enough. So thank you guys so much. The journal prompt this month or month, the journal prompt this week is what are your favorite things to do during the holiday season? And I like, I did this in like a list and it was really fun to just get creative and think about things. So That's the journal prompt. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will see you guys next week. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home Yes, cool! or attending one live You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.